Today on the podcast, we're talking about Pride and Prejudice, the Yoga Sutras, our senses, and just being a powerful, lovely human in the world. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I'm your host, Samantha Attard, coming at you from the beautiful Washington, D.C. I'm an Ayurvedic coach, yoga instructor, and doula, sharing with you the things I am learning about and teaching about in my everyday so that we can all find just a little more balance, bliss, and confidence. I truly appreciate you all listening to this podcast. If you enjoy it, please do subscribe, rate, leave a review on iTunes, or the highest gift you could give me, share with a friend who might also enjoy this podcast. Thank you so, so much. Things to know. Things to know. What's going on? Saturday yoga, always going on, 9 a.m. basics, 10.30 intermediate over in Arlington. It's been such a lovely class. I'm just so grateful uh, that we're doing the basics class. I taught a lot of beginners, right, when I first started teaching yoga, and then I didn't have a basics class for probably three years, uh, three or four years, and even though I have some kind of beginners classes, corporate yoga, like this is, it's, it's a little different. It's really, really nice, and it's been really lovely to get back into the joy of teaching people that are new to yoga and seeing people start to understand their bodies in a better way, to start to find their flexibility and their strength and all of the ways that their body can move. It's just beautiful. So if you are around, if you want to come to class, go over to my website, behappyhealthyhuman.com. You can find all the links to sign up for class there. Also, speaking of yoga, I do have a couple new openings, which is super exciting, um, for private yoga clients. So if you're interested in doing some one-on-one -on -one work, it is amazing for a few different reasons. First off, get a sequence 100% tailored to you. I do not make something up or just like use something from a class. No, no, no. I like look at your body and I say, oh, hey, Susie's right shoulder is a little higher than her left shoulder. Like, let's work on that. Let's let's talk about that. So, um, so we really get into what are the movements that are going to balance your body. We're going to really get into the movements that will balance your mind. Um, you know, depending on what's going on, you know, I have some clients where we spend a good 10 or 15 minutes like Shavasana, like, you know, head massage, like, let's just get in, soften down, and feel good. Um, or we get really active and, and teach you how to turn up your strength or pick on new poses. Um, it's a really awesome, awesome thing. So I'm seeing clients uh, here in my office in Arlington or also virtually online. So if you don't live in this area, we can indeed do yoga over the internet, the internet, and it's actually really awesome. I've done it before with clients, uh, and it's it's lovely. It's amazing, the connection um, and the power you can have even when not in person. So it's a really, really beautiful thing. Um, so if you're interested, feel free to shoot me an email. Information's on my website, uh, sam at behappyhealthyhuman.com. Cool. So with all of that taken care of, let's talk about today's episode and what's going on. I am so excited about this episode. So I don't know why it happened. Why did this happen? About two weeks ago, ah, Sean, husband, was on a work trip. So I had a little more time with my Netflix, <laughs> which was lovely. And 
came across a couple movies, ended up watching a movie about Jane Austen, uh, and and I, I loved it, I enjoyed it, and it reminded me again of just how much I love Jane Austen books and, and the movies and, and everything. I just, when I was in high school, I read through all the Jane Austen novels. I think they're so funny. I love them so much. And it really kind of sparked me back into doing a lot of rereading and 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 just kind of living my brain in Pride and Prejudice, which is a fun place to live in. Um, and it kind of all swirled together with something I was talking to a client about last week. And, and I realized that there's actually this big yoga life connection in, in some of the themes in that book. So Pride and Prejudice, Elizabeth Bennet lives in the country, meets this dude, Mr. Darcy, who seems like this haughty, spoiled, like, you know, I'm I'm so much better than you kind of dude, kind of says rude stuff, it's not a very friendly guy, she thinks it's really funny and, and you know, isn't into him. At some point he like randomly proposes and she's like, you're into me? Like, what are you talking about? Hold on a second, you want to marry me? I thought you hated me. And she kind of said, hey, wait, hold on a second, you, you want to marry me? Because, you know, you just said that you actually didn't think I was that pretty. Uh, when you first met me, you said that you think that my family connections are bad. You think, you know, there's all of these reasons why it would be such an awful match. And that you say you want to marry me. Like, this does not make sense to me, right? And, of course, they realize all the mistakes and all the misunderstandings that they've had about each other. And, you know, as it goes on, they figure out, of course, they are made for each other and going to be blissfully happy together because everything that they thought was true about the other was not. They saw things falsely or misunderstood what was happening. And meanwhile, I'm also reading um, a new version to me, a new version to me of the Yoga Sutras by Patanjali. So the Yoga Sutras are one of the main texts of yoga. Uh, And in the Yoga Sutras, it talks about it says, there are five functions or activities of the mind which can either be painful or painless. They are right knowledge, misconception, verbal delusion, sleep, and memory. So the words that I, I'd like to call upon and, and in another translation, they use slightly different words, which I'll mention, is this right knowledge versus misconception. And the way that I like to say it is perception versus right perception. So what we see and then what is really happening. So this happens all the time in our day, right? We say, oh, that person was really uh, mean to me at work and it's because they hate me. And it's like, no, they like were really cranky because they just ate a donut and they don't realize that sugar makes them cranky or <laughs> whatever it is, right? Like, so we make this assumption on why something is happening and, you know, sometimes we're pretty good, right? We use our inference. We That's... What we are is humans. We're story-making machines. And so sometimes that inference can be really beautiful and can be very powerful for compassion and empathy. And Oh, my God, this person's sad because when that person mentioned their dog, it reminded them of their dog that had died two years ago, right? Like, so you can use story to help you connect, but story can also sometimes get in the way. So we have these five senses, sight, hearing, smell, taste, touch. And our world, what's the best way to explain this? Things are happening in the world. 
and everything. We perceive the world through our senses. And then it gets filtered, like basically the brain, what it's doing is like, oh, I touched this. Brain says, oh, I remember something like this. It feels like sand. And then your brain says, oh, it's sand. You know, so everything gets filtered from the senses and the perception through what is called Atman, A-T-M-A-N. Atman, like our, our ego machine to then decide, is this good? Is this bad? Is this what? Is this not? Right? So... Senses, which are ultimately, um, what sort of want to look for? They're uh, objective. They turn into subjective through Atman. Okay? So we see the person that's angry, and then it's Atman that decides, oh, they're angry at me. Where, yes, we see anger, <laughs> but the Atman is creating a story around it. And so there's this play of looking at our senses and deciding how much do we want to believe them? How much do we want to believe the filter, the Atman of the senses that are coming in, right? Because perception and right perception, if we just snap our fingers and follow Atman every time, follow the, uh, the default, we're going to have a lot of times of misperception because things are being filtered or in other words, say this is our bias through our past stories, right? So Elizabeth Bennett had past stories about rich, haughty people, right? Mr. Darcy had these false stories, this bias around loud, lively country people. They might not be true. They might not be real. And the conversation that I got into with my client, which was so fascinating, is, well, does that mean that we should just shut off and say, yes, all senses are wrong, forget it, this is not true joy, forget the sensory world around us, you know, live as an ascetic. And this comes up in yoga as well, right? This is an option. Go live in a cave, meditate 14 hours a day, don't eat anything or like eat like one bowl of rice. Don't make your food flavorful. Take away the senses in order to find your truth. And I, I go another way. Love the senses, right? Like be here in them, see them. This is our world that's around us. This is what's making our world. But question the Atman, right? Like take a moment to decide if your filter is true or to even just recognize that your filter might be false. I mean, even that is such a huge step to say, oh, but, you know, I think that the guy is angry at work because he's angry at me, but that might not be true. And just by creating that little opening, that might not be true. We now allow for other explanations. We don't get so tied to our misperce misperception, the, the wrong perception. I think that is the huge piece, right? Because sure, we might get it wrong. Oh, he's angry at me. And if that doesn't affect us, there's not a problem. Where we run into trouble is we say, oh, he's angry at me. And oh, what did I do wrong? I don't know what I did. Should I go apologize? I don't want to apologize. Should I complain? I don't know who to complain to, right? Like that's blah, 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 blah. That's not, that's not fun. That's not fun. So... 
we have sensory inputs around us. Things are coming in. We are making meaning out of the world around us. So let's be aware of how we make that meaning. Let's be open to the possibility of alternate explanations, alternate realities, alternate states, and then act accordingly, right? So it's the not jumping to assumptions. One of my favorite little phrases, probably I've mentioned it on the podcast because I just think about it all the time, is thinking about a car. And, you know, if it ever happens to you where kind of the steering wheel is a little off, and so it looks like you're going straight, but you're actually veering to the right, <laughs> right? So your car, you feel like you're like crazy. Like, I'm always veering to the right. I'm always veering to the right because, because the steering wheel's a little off. Like, this is that same Atman bias, right? I'm always going to think people are angry at me a little bit, or I'm always going to tend towards, oof, this is scary. Or I'm always going to tend towards, that person should just get out of my way, you know, kind of anger, right? Like, we have our little, like, filters, the filters, you know, the filters that we do. And our job is to say, no, 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 honey, the steering wheel's just off, right? So actually, we got to drive a little, looking like we're driving a little left in order to go straight. Like, no, we actually have to pull back a little bit. And as soon as, I love thinking about it this way, as soon as I say, oh my God, someone's angry at me, like that person's angry at me. That's when I say, hold on a second. Are they really angry at me? I know the car, the default is, oh, they're angry at me, but maybe there's an alternate reality. Maybe that's misperception. Maybe there's another way that these, these things are happening. That's where our life becomes powerful because we see situations unfold. We witness them rather than being caught up in them. It's kind of like you're like st stepping like an inch away and you watch right? like the person yell and look all angry. And they, you see yourself start to say like, like look all scared and sad and then go like, oh, but maybe this isn't about me. And like react in a positive way. And you know, like you can just see the situations unfold when there's not that same attachment to your version of reality, to your perception. So again, it doesn't mean sight is bad. It doesn't mean smell is bad. It doesn't mean that the sensory world is bad around us. I was laughing the other day. Um, I'm kind of an emotional person, if you haven't noticed. And like, I was listening to music. I, mean, I was like in tears listening to this song because it just was so beautiful. And the lyrics and how it was arranged, like it just was such a beautiful song, right? And like, like I want to feel that. You know, there's been times in my life where I thought, oh, Sam, you should probably tap that down. Like, why are you getting so emotional? And ultimately, it's okay to experience that. It's okay to experience the emotions and to, to be aware of the sensory around us. But then it's what's the story, right? Then what is the story that comes up from it? If I was listening to that music and then crying and being like, see, I'll never be a great musician like that. And so that's why I'm an awful person. Like, well, no, hold on a second. Like we gotta, you, you went from beautiful music to when now I suck. And so that's, that's different. Beautiful music, which is just, I appreciate beautiful music. I don't want to turn that down. That's delightful, right? Like good food and you eat good food and you, and you like enjoy it. And you're like, oh my gosh, like this is such a beautifully 
composed meal. Um, and it's so flavorful. I love it. Right? We don't want to turn that down. Maybe we need to turn down the, um, oh my gosh, I need this super spicy food or this super sweet food right now, or else I'm going to be an emotional mess and, and this is what's going to save me. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's a place to, to draw a line, right? So it doesn't mean we have to eat plain food, wear plain clothes, not listen to music, don't appreciate the beauty around us, don't look at attractive people, uh, you know, never wear makeup, right? Like that's, that's not the point. That's, that's one way you could take this. That, oh my God, senses are what's getting us in trouble. I don't feel the same way. I feel what gets us in trouble is the assumptions based on our senses. And if we drop some of the assumptions, we allow an alternate reality. We say, maybe this perception isn't correct. Could there be another way? Could I be another way? Oh, you find peace. Right? So... That's what Elizabeth Bennett and Mr. Darcy did. <laughs> of course, it took some explaining. They had to like sit there and hash it out and say, oh, you made this assumption, I made this assumption. Oh my God, this is what I thought, this is what you thought, right? And you see it, and then suddenly when you see it, right, it's like all the puzzle pieces come together, and you're like, oh my God, like I, I understand why the five puzzle pieces I saw thought, I thought it would make this picture. But actually, these five puzzle pieces made a completely different picture. And that's, that's the point, is that we don't always have 100% of the information. We basically never have 100% of the information. And we have to allow for alternate possibilities. Benevolent assumption. Maybe there's something else going on here. Maybe there's something deeper. Maybe there's something I don't know. Let me see. Let me get curious. Ugh, curiosity. It's like the best, the best thing. I hope this has inspired you to read Jane Austen, if it doesn't inspire you to read uh, the Yoga Sutras. Um, I, if I can give one plug, especially because I want more dudes to read Jane Austen, because they should, because uh, we all should. It's not a gendered thing. It's just a great book. It's so funny. I'm like laughing out loud at this book. It is so witty and funny and simple and delightful, and just hilarious. So like, it's just a funny read, and ultimately a great story. And so I hope you enjoy as much as I do. If you're also a Jane Austen fan, send me a little note, because I want to create a Jane Austen book club <laughs> to talk about Jane Austen more. Um, but I'd also love to hear any feedback you have on this episode. I really hope it... Uh, I hope it, it landed with you and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this issue and where senses have either gotten your way or Atman has gotten in your way. If you've ever done the, oh my gosh, I should try to not be so involved in the sensory around me, I, I would love to hear it. You can always send me a note on Instagram. I'm at BeHappyHealthyHuman or even better, probably send me an email, Sam at BeHappyHealthyHuman.com because I'm trying to spend less time on Instagram. So send me an email instead. Uh, have a fabulous day. That lightened me so humbly about the same light in each one of you. Namaste, friends.